Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Casters oh and Cantrips, where a bunch of us nerdy-ass live streamers play Dungeons and Dragons. Before we jump into tonight's session, I'd like to introduce you all to our very special cast for our Halloween cosplay episode. I'm so excited to show you uh, everyone's fantastic costumes. So without further ado, please go ahead and turn on your cameras, friends. Oh my ah! god. <laughs> oh my god. god. It looks so good. Run! Holy Look shit. Your little ears oh are no. Good. Damn, moves. <laughs> I went, I went, I'm, I, I regret uh -oh. being a furbolg now. I was like, damn, I wish I was an elf. <laughs> it looks like uh, Bryn is having some technical issues. Yeah, I think I you sure need to am. unplug oh, some of those extra no. cameras you have. I do in not there. understand how to do these complicated. <laughs> oh, hey, look, there I am. <laughs> Um, you kids and your Facebooks and uh, things. You all look absolutely fantastic. Very proud you, of Matt you Mercer. all. Yeah, uh, thanks, it's Max Mercer. Much. Thank you. Max Max Mercer. <laughs> I love that. Look at those ears for Falcon. It's fantastic. I know. It's pimping. <laughs> They're amazing. Look at the tattoo. Oh my god. It's I so love good. it. I, you can't really tell what it is, but. Look at now those guns, that's all, that's all that it matters. Oh, look at, oh, look at those. Oh my goodness. TOS, let's go. <laughs> Actually not, I looked it up. We're armor. fine. We're in the clear. Oh, how are you so blue? Because if I was green, I would die, Bryn. Oh, Oh man. <laughs> Y'all look so great. Uh, oh, well, everyone, everyone looks awesome. Just a uh, reminder, thanks again for donations. That's what got us all to do this nonsense. So, uh, you know. Yes, very thank much. You. Thank you. It's been a while during our charity stream um, to stop AAPI hate. But this is, uh, you all made this possible. So I hope you all enjoy what we have going on here. Uh, before we get started, we'll go ahead and jump into a few announcements. So first off, for those of you who do not know, we have a Patreon. And if you become a Patreon, patron to said patreon you can get early access to both our vods as well as our podcasts and there's even a level that will allow you to help me make an npc that will appear in the campaign and aside from that in case you were wondering we also have a fantastic merch store where you could find such items as this wonderful casters and cantrips mug for those of you that Whoa. were asking if I have the leather bracelets, of course I do. What do you think kind of stream yeah. this is? Yeah, we're not noobs. <laughs> a, little, a little higher, uh, Mr. <laughs> Mercer. Thank you. Max Mercer. Um, also, secondly, um, for those of you that do listen to our podcast, um, if you don't know, we're all dressed up as our uh, wonderful characters, and I am, well, of course, dressed up as the DM. Um, they say dressed for the job that you want, so I thought I would take a shot at it. Uh, but if you do listen on Patreon, uh, we are, I think, three listens away from 500 total Whoa. for our podcast. I think I said Patreon, but I meant podcast. Um, so I appreciate all the support. Thank you all very much. Excuse me while this long straightened hair gets in my mouth. <laughs> I'm not used to it. <laughs> That's what I was talking about. I was trying to eat and just hair kept getting in my mouth. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I just can't get over how just majestic that Ron looks. He looks so <laughs> good. Thank you. you I'm like all the NPCs are gonna be oddly like nicer to him tonight. Yeah, definitely. Ron, Ron has a uh, very high charisma, so thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, also, 
uh, one last thing that I think that I had. I can wrap my head around what's actually going on in this stream now. Um, if this is your first time here, thank you very much for watching and you're a little deep into the campaign, but we do mute any kind of alerts and things going on in the stream so we can um, stay immersed into our, I think, good campaign, wonderful campaign. But we do thank you very much. We try and pay attention to chat and uh, let y'all know how much we appreciate you. Um, but without any further ado, I think it's time that we all settle in and get ready for tonight's episode of Casters and Cantrips. Our story last left off with Sweet Justice making their way to the highly expensive restaurant known as the Artist in the Bard in the city of Icegarth. After bribing their way to the front of the queue, the group was able to find a table right next to the kitchen. During their meal, Vin and Valken decided to try an eavesdrop on Leela Pilwick, the Merchant Guild representative. Constrained by the shorter time of greater invisibility, Vin was able to hear just enough to know that Leela was vying for the favor of the Duchess to better her chances of gaining control over the now lordless town of Tustin. After finishing their very expensive meal, Ron made his way over to where Leela was sitting to try and get some additional information from her about etiquette at the Duchess's ball. After suggesting a dance with Leela, Ron made his way outside with the rest of the party. The next day, the group met with the bard known as Yorlas, who was also their magical item broker, it seemed. He agreed to escort them to Alistair Layton's manor so they could inquire on the logistics of how he comes across his items for sale. And based on Yorlas's previous advice, Sweet Justice elected to spend some coin before asking some pressing questions. After emptying their purses quite a bit, they learned that Alistair had an exclusive contract with Capital Procurement. He's not sure exactly where the items come from, but he knows they have been fishing items out of the Canimus Sea after the large naval battle there that happened a few months ago. Before concluding their business, Vin left the mysterious ring with Alistair to see if he would be interested in purchasing it. On the following day of the ball, Sweet Justice went with Yorlas to speak with Capital Procurement. After boarding the ship, the group met Victoria Redstream, who was in the captain's quarters. Valken offered coin with a side of veiled threats to Victoria for information on his weapon, but she informed the group that she wasn't hurting for coin, but needed some help as her business was booming. The group agreed to be the crew on Capital Procurement's next voyage here in just a couple days. Later that evening, Sweet Justice made their way to Duchess Laurel Shallard's Manor to attend her ball. After thoroughly confusing the Herald on their names and titles, the party made their way into the ballroom. Separated into two groups, they thoroughly wowed all of the attendees with their wardrobes as well as their skill on the entrance dance. 
While mingling with guests, the party ran into Lord Tedric Thornsby, who employed their help in trying to look more impressive than his cousin Kelvin, as well as Brannis, his contracted adventurer. Throughout the rest of the evening, the group, made, uh, the group met several aspiring nobles that were vying for the Duchess's favor in hopes of gaining lordship over Tustin. Towards the end of the ball, the party stumbled their way through a Contra-style dance, and after the entertainment had taken a break, they helped Risa finally speak with Yorlas, and it seemed they were hitting it off. The group enjoyed the rest of the ball and retired for the evening back at the Grey Jug Inn. It is now the next morning after you have found a good night's rest, and it is the next day. The first day of Octo on the calendar of Arzand. The city of Isgarth is yours. What do you do? Well, it's time to get on a boat, yes? Yeah, I think so. Are we heading is to it? Babas? Well, we have to do job first for uh, Boat Lady. Oh, Remember? Yeah. Yes, yes, Ron remembers, yes. That kind We're of felt go, like, like an open-ended job, no? No, I'm pretty sure this is a specific job, and if we do good, then maybe more open-ended jobs after that. Oh, okay. I don't remember when it was. Yeah. The, like two uh, days from when we talked to her. The boat oh. leaves tomorrow. So you have one last day if you want to wrap up anything in particular um, in, in Icecarth, and if not, we can go to the next day. It's up to you all. I want to walk by, but not go in the shop that uh, Neely, is that her name, uh, stole items from and just see if there's a ruckus. Oh, nearly. Yeah. So yeah. you all can make your way back over to the antiquity shop. Um, and as you're kind of walking by in High Cliff, uh, are you all wearing your fancy attire or are you uh, back to your adventuring gear? Um, uh, I want to stay in my, like, town's attire so that people yeah. don't treat me normally. Fancy gear until we get on the boat. Gotcha. So you walk by and you see um, there are a few guards uh, inside of the shop speaking um, with the uh, proprietor appearing to listen to what she has to say. She's throwing her arms in the air, but as you kind of do a quick scan of the shop as you're walking by, you don't see any broken windows, anything toppled over. It looks to be fairly in order. And she's not like in hysterics about missing items or anything? Oh, she's definitely in hysterics, but nothing seems okay. wrong. Knowing what you all know, um, this may be a testament to how much of a professional that nearly might be in her specific line of work. I kind of wander back to the group and say nearly was being honest she actually did rob the store so mm, does, does oh. not seem like it everything seems normal yeah uh, I guess have you seen her around not did since the last time she I think so Oh, maybe she uh, changed her mind and she can uh, join Order of Iberis, yeah. Hmm. It could be an adventure with us. 
Ron did not get the feeling she wants to travel with us any longer. Mm. I really wanted to be her friend. Yeah, Ron think, uh, well, Ron thought that uh, Valkan and Nearly were going to get married, but uh, this is not uh, true anymore. Why didn't we think that again? I forget. Was oh, that? remember? Because last time, yesterday, we talked about, uh, you know, how Ron's village, you grow up with family, with uh, friends in village and childhood friend, and you get, uh, you, you consummate, you know, mate for life. Oh, what did I just walk in on? Oh, that uh, nearly was uh, not right for Valken, how Ron mm. thought uh, they go going to get married. Hmm. That might be uh, just a thing in your village, Ron. I don't Yeah, Ron, people do things different everywhere. Plus, like, marriage is pretty stupid, so you don't have to do it if you don't want to, Valken. Thank you. Oh, I mean, it's pretty awesome. Yes. For some people. Ron. That's right, Brynn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A thing better, anyways. Anything else you'd like to do? No, no we should. Uh, we should uh, prepare for a boat trip tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you kind of go back to the Grey Jug Inn. Uh, the Grey Jug Inn, I'm assuming, and. Um, Mill around uh, about the town. You do have some outstanding orders with some uh, shopkeepers, but there'll be plenty of time for that once you get back, it seems. So, you wake up the next morning where it is now the second day of Octo. There's a little bit of a low wind and some light drizzle uh, in the city, but you make your way back down to the docks looking for the ship that you had seen earlier. Uh, that capital procurement seemed to be operating out of. Alright, so you make your way over to the ship um, and as you step aboard you see some familiar faces that you had before. You of course see uh, Victoria Redstream uh, at the helm sort of overseeing things. Uh, you see the large eight-foot-tall Goliath uh, barking orders at people and then a couple of others milling about uh, on the deck and as you s walk up the gangplank um, Victoria looks at you all and she says well welcome aboard it seems that you're here at first light like I'd asked you to be yep we are always prompt sometimes well I'd like to be the first to welcome you to tomorrow's favor you're working with Skullbreaker, he'll show you the ropes, literally and figuratively. And she points okay. over to the very large Goliath. And you know how to sail. Nope. Uh, we tried one time uh, and did not work out so well. And you know how to fight. Oh, yep. all of us can fight, yes, real well. Yes. All right, stay the fuck out of the way until it's time to get in the drink. Got it? Why, why, okay why do we get in? Why do we get in drink? You know the water, the ocean. Oh. Okay. You know you're supposed to dive down and then get shit and then bring it back. That's the whole reason yeah, okay. we're all here. 
Yes, just Ron is not familiar with the the saying. Yeah, don't actually drink it though. It's really bad for you. Oh, Trust me. Okay, noted. Thank you. All right. Any questions? Uh. No. What are we looking for particularly? Like, do you have an eye for something specific? Well, I mean, it could be anything. It could be any sort of coin. It could be any kind of jewels. Any particular items that aren't currently rusted from all the seawater. Um, it could be chests that haven't been opened uh, so that the uh, items are perhaps preserved inside. Um, general wreckage, you have to go through a bit. Um, anything that doesn't look like it's supposed to be at the bottom of the ocean. Okay, so we are to, we go down, we'll look for some shiny things, we'll bring them back up, and then, uh, the end? Well, not really. You take the shiny things, you stay under the water, and then, um, well, you bring them on over to, uh, the crab, and then the crab takes them and then brings them up so we can stay underwater and more fish it that way. Oh. You have, like, a whole system. I see. Right. Are we getting a cut of the findings? Well, that's not up to me. It's whatever your deal you made with Victoria. I think our deal I'll was in trade for something and else like, already. You remember the deal? Yeah, what was deal? Who talked I to her? I don't Wasn't think me. we're making any money off this. Not Wait, first time, but uh, she said if it goes good, maybe next time. This is sort of like uh, how you say trial run. And I like cross my arms in frustration. I'm like, you're telling me we're doing this for free? Well, no, we are, we are getting information. Yeah. And free ride. And maybe they'll like us more. Very lucrative. You know. I guess. What if I buy you lunch two. after when we get back up? Chicken soup sandwiches on me. Oh, eh? yes. Chicken eh? soup sandwich. Eh? Very good. Eh? Yeah. Everybody happy now? Okay, good. All right, like I said, stay out of the way. You can go downstairs in the hole. We'll show you where to put all your stuff. And, um, well, good luck. He kind of walks away and starts barking orders at some other people. Um, you see a older uh, rock gnome um, with kind of curly brown hair, um, clean shaven, sort of hanging off of the back of the boat, looking at the large kind of metallic cylindrical object, um, taking some notes and looking at some things before they leave. Um, you see a middle-aged hill dwarf kind of looking around, tying up ropes, uh, barking some orders at some others uh, to kind of get ready to set sail. So, anything else you'd like to do before you all shove off? Um, I would like to go purchase some more of my supplies to make my healing tonics and I would yep. like to purchase uh, thinking like some extra rope or I don't know what do people do underwater how, how are we going to breathe I assume they're going to provide the correct yeah well year? I don't like to wait I don't like to uh, put my trust in other people I don't know that well let's see I'm thinking some extra rope and I'm thinking an extra, uh, some extra healing, an extra healing potion. Those are what, 50 gold? Yep, you can easily find those, those items. No issue with those. That is all my gold. 
but you know what? It'll be worth it when I'm not dead later. How much are water breathing potions? Uh, in the amount of time that you have, you wouldn't be able to procure those. Got it. But if any of you all are curious and want to ask the crew what the plan is, you're more than welcome to do that. But it seems yeah, that they have everything let's covered. Ask someone. I want I like to ask that guy. guy. And I'm like, Mr. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mr. Uh, Which one? How do we breathe under the water? Mm. Who are you asking? The guy who was just talking to us. Skullbreaker? The, yeah. uh, the Goliath? Yeah. He turns around, he's like, what? Oh! Alright, well, you go and see Bilbar and he'll give you some sort of magic juice and then you drink it and then you can breathe under oh, the water for shit. a little while. This okay. is great. I thought that we were just gonna have to hold breath. I mean, I can hold my breath a very long time. It's okay, Ron. Sometimes we have a ch test challenge each other. That's so funny. We're new to this. <laughs> is he laughing hold at me? Hold your breath. Hey, are you laughing at me? Oh, you, you can hold your breath if you like. Well, I'll, I'll take the... Uh, you're I'll bigger take than me, but that does not mean I won't punch you. <laughs> and he kind of just walks oh, away and like holding this. It's, it's okay, Brent. It's, it's okay. It is, uh, you know, I'm we are. Uh, at me. You know, it is, uh, we are first time going underwater, you know, doing jobs. So it's, uh, you know, it's okay. I mean, um, I did fight a dragon underwater. Yeah, see, exactly. We can hold breath and fight monsters underwater. Proven. Show him. But if I can breathe with some magic juice, that's fine too. I mean, yeah, this is much preferable, not to the point. Okay. So as everyone kind of gets ready to set sail, um, you hear for Skullbreaker for them to pull the anchor, the captain at the helm, and then you shove off the early morning on the docks of Isgarth, and you make your way around the kind of peninsula where Isgarth is located, sort of going underneath the large bridge that separates the Pillar of Knowledge with the rest of the city. And much like previous ship travel that you've had, they make good time. The best thing about a ship is that it can go during the night. So there are several shifts. So while you all are sleeping, you don't have to lose any time. One thing that I would like you all to do as players though, is eventually you all will be going into the drink as Skullbreaker had said. Um, so you need to make sure and let me know what items you're going to be taking with you underneath the water and what items are going to stay on the ship. So mm. basically what I will be doing is that if anything is in your backpack on D&D uh, &D Beyond, you can just add a backpack. Anything in there stays in the ship nice and dry. Anything that is not will be on your person and able to be used or waterlogged, per se. So, get thinking about can that. Can be waterlogged? What's um, that? Can potions be waterlogged or like spell scrolls? Um, that's a good, that's a good question. Spell scrolls, maybe they are magical, so you'll have to find out, but. Uh, Let's me organize the backpack that yeah, I've totally potions? been using this entire time. That's why I gave y'all plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> plenty of time. A little warning. So um, with okay. that being said, uh, on the first day, I would like one of you all, uh, doesn't matter who, 
to roll me a d12 and let me know what you get i've rolled a d12 in ages um dm yes two my paper birds will not let me move them into my backpack i would like you to know that they are in my backpack <laughs> okay um a two all right so as the first day and you're making pretty decent time despite the low wind um as well as the um kind of light drizzle in the area um as a sort of storm all the way across the uh Isgarth as you're approaching the great bridge of nona um, but as you sort of look in uh, to the water as you're sort of passing by um, you see sort of in the distance uh, a few water spouts start dancing onto the water um, seemingly formulating and then moving um, for some distance it's really far uh, hard to tell um, formulating and then after a few moments sort of going back into the storm it seems uh, quite a bit away but just a notable sight as you are traveling along. On the second day, nothing too uneventful here. Um, after the first day, you can sort of make good time. You have gone uh, almost about halfway. You can see the, lar the large Great Bridge of Nona spanning across um, the Tyran region as well as the Kingdom of Vantis, um, where you had originally crossed, uh, at the beginning of your journey. So, as you're making your way out there, you can sort of see a formation of large mass of troops to one side of it, um, and but a little hard to tell. Let someone else to roll a d12 for me. I can roll it. Eleven. All right. And 11. So as you get closer and sort of pass underneath um, the Great Bridge of Nona, you see into the distance that what appears to be a momentary formation uh, in the waves that you kind of blink as you may miss it, but it looks like an enormous face in the water. Uh, like Lob. an ominous face or just like a smiley face that like one would see just a large just humanoid face just neutral expression not happy or scowling but as you look away and look back it's gone did you guys see that oh, see what the face oh. in the water no what have you been drinking i think i've been in the sea for too long i think mm. i'm starting to get sick are we there yet? No, we're Hello? not there yet. We have about a uh, another day's travel before we're there. Uh, I'm gonna be Well, all the good stuff is right where the naval battle took place, where, of course, the Ventus Navy was um, decimated, but that's where we, we get all the good findings. All right, so this day passes. The rain seems to have cleared up. It's sunny skies, no wind, no rain. 
Um, so it's a little slow going, but you find your way there and I would like one more D12 roll. Go for it, Vin. Okay. One. One. Okay. Um, so as you sort okay, of make your way, those. Yep. so as you've passed under the great bridge of Nona, you see the large, a mass of troops kind of in between the bridge and last chance. Um, so they had mentioned the Vantus army was heading that way. And as you get closer towards the middle of the water to the uh, starboard side, you see the large tower that had broken off the uh, landscape there. You see a couple other smaller islands kind of dotted there in the Canimus Sea. As you're kind of taking in the scenery on the clear skies, you look over and see what appears to be a, a person or grasping on to a net floating in the water. It seems that they're mostly submerged and all you can see is their hand. And the hand is still there. You guys see that? You see it this time? See what? Um, there's a... Man overboard! Wait, isn't this like that other time or? Yeah, we found the ring on the hand, right? Yeah, yeah. see if there's a ring. Oh god, what if you pull it out and it's the same ring, like, finds you? Oh, that would be crazy. That would be crazy, that'd be pretty crazy. Alert, Skullbreaker. What, what is it? Uh, there's a, uh, appears to be a man in water. A net. Kind of squints. And he calls up to someone in the crow's nest. Hey, you see that out there? And then uh, you see a, a young human woman kind of look through a spyglass and she goes, yeah, see it. And they kind of bring the boat around um, and go alongside it. And he goes, all right, you grab it. He points to you all. Go around with grab. So as the, as the ship comes alongside, you make your way kind of down um, to kind of grab this net. And as you go to pull, you notice that it's just a severed hand. Not again. Ron, what is it? Uh, another hand. Is there jewelry on it? Ron will, Ron will look for a ring or something. There's no jewelry currently on this hand. Okay, I think but it's I want the other know. hand. Is it the what other is, hand? Oh, it could be the other hand. If it's not, I want to know what is out here eating everything except for the hand. Very strange. Never heard of is this Is there anything before. else on the net that we, or is it yeah, just- Yeah, like maybe a foot. No, just appears to be just this severed hand with a, on the net. It's kind of all Ooh. tangled. Um, so you could pull it up and, and kind of inspect what's in it, but it's gonna be kind of hard as you're hanging off the side of the ship. I'll, I'll pull it up. All right. And you pull up the net and you all take some time to kind of go through this net and it's seaweed and just pieces of kelp and debris, um, but nothing of any value. Mm. Mm. Oh, sorry for false alarm. When we found the hand before, were we in the same general waters? Oh boy. So, oh, I don't think I like that. Because you're kind of, um, inspecting kind of this net. Um, Valken and Ron, you see this hand let go of the net, raise on its fingers, 
They begin crawling frantically around the deck. What? Oh, 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 someone, oh, hand is, uh, hand's alive. Oh, oh, no. How can it be alive, Ron? There's no body. Look. Ron Wait, points at hand. moving or does it stop? I'm not touching it. I'm not touching You see this hand oh, making shit. a beeline towards Vin. And it gets close to you, Vin, and crawls up your leg. I kick it off, like, like, do like a little kicky. Yeah, so go ahead and just roll me a, uh, uh, attack roll or a melee roll. You can see it's not trying to get to you. It's looking in your bag. What? What? It is. <gasps> is it it's looking for the ring. What's that? Is it plus anything or just straight? Um, so D20 plus your proficiency bonus plus strength for unarmed basically an unarmed attack roll i've so never done two. that before plus two plus two 19. 19. um okay let's take a look here so i've never unarmed attack you know who i am <laughs> there you go so uh, i believe your unarmed attack does uh, zero damage but you're able to kind of kick this uh claw off as it's reaching into your bag and kind of rummaging around I mean, you kick it across off and it kind of scrambles across the deck and almost looking at you, but not quite. Um, it starts making a, a run for the side of the, the ship. Anyone else like to do that anything? Hand. Put it in a box. Ron's gonna just try to smash it with his mace. Falcon's just off to the side. You guys, you're doing great. I'm gonna try to sure grab the it. hand. Easy for you to say. I'm gonna grab like a fishing net from off of the deck, you know, sure. and try to grab it. So we'll do Ron first. Uh, he was gonna smash oh. the hell out of it. So go ahead and give me an attack roll with your mace. All right, new mace, let's go. Uh, 27. Oh yeah. Roll your damage for this brand new shiny mace. Uh, 11. So as you kind of hoist this mace up over the deck as it's running towards the the edge of the deck and appearing trying to jump over the side, you just smash into this hand and just flatten it onto the deck as it's, as it's splayed out. Um, and just immediately after you hit this hand and reel back for another, um, Bryn f finds one of the nets and just throws it over it. <laughs> oh, good thinking, Bryn. Yeah, Stan's not going anywhere. Ron was just going to smash. I mean, it is also a good option, but first let's see if we can figure out what the heck this thing is. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, fishers, sailor people, have you ever seen a hand like this before? Can anyone? Nope. Yes. Bilbar kind of looks close and kind of inquisically, who is the, uh, the rock gnome. He goes, well, I've never seen anything like this before. Mm. No, thank you. And he just kind of puts his hands up and walks away. You see, that's just, he's smart. Can I poke it with a stick? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> you poke it and it's, it's, it's a severed hand. But is it like still running around in there in the net? Mm -hmm. Or is it, is it like snarling? Is it like, is it just no. laying there? After, after Ron bopped it, it is just motionless, splayed out, broken. Ron, I think you killed it. Are there oh, well, any this is good thing. The, yeah, I think so. Are there any spots on the fingers where like a ring would have been, but like, I think, like, um, 
like indentations or like a suntan or anything that could indicate that this could be the hand from the ring. Why don't you make me a medicine check? I wonder if Mimi would eat it. I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't mm. think we should be convincing her to eat like things that look like human parts. What if she likes it? I know that real problem. Three. Three. Yeah, you're looking and it's just so like necrotic and like rotten and just bloated and gross. You wouldn't even be able to tell if there was any discoloration or anything weird about this hand because it's just it is a fucked up hand. <laughs> Raj is going to sacred flame the hell out of it. Just scorch it. Yeah, you no roll required. You just use sacred flame and just pump radiant energy into this into this hand and it just just radiant flames move across it each time and it is just not moving. Okay, it's okay now. We could uh, maybe not uh, fish things out of water anymore. That uh, looks like hand or body part. As you're sort of kind of staring at this hand in this net, um, you see Skullbreaker kind of walk over. He picks up the net and just flings it into the ocean. He's like, "All right, enough fun. Back to work." You see the um, hand just fly into the ocean. Just that was probably not okay. Does it sink like low into the abyss or does it like try to swim back? No, it's motionless. It just floats from it and then sinks. Look Is at anyone Ron. else? He did good. Is anyone else <laughs> having second thoughts about going down into that water? Uh, considering what area we are in, the possibly, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Should Ron wear armor or should Ron just be in loincloth because if we go in water then Ron needs to swim Ron wear a full plate and we just sink uh, yeah I was gonna say yeah you're sink, probably right? gonna have to take that off actually that's a good point do we need to not have like shield like what how much do we how many rules here do we need to follow yeah yeah how do we water so <laughs> how do we water yeah so <laughs> with the rules there's you can wear your armor there's it's just your speed's halved regardless so okay. you're not gonna like drown immediately by jumping in or anything like that. That seems a little silly to me. Um, but no, you basically your movement's gonna be halved. Uh, combat underwater, unless you are using a piercing um, melee weapon, you're gonna be at disadvantage. Um, magic is fine underwater if you can, as long as you can breathe, which seemingly is taken care of. Otherwise, you could still use magic with verbal components, but uh, you would not be holding your breath. But they've got that taken care of for you. Um, ranged weapons um, are effective uh, to, I believe, I'll have to look it up. I don't think it's a big issue here right now. I'll, I'll look it up just to make sure, but I believe they're effective up to a certain amount. Any other, any other questions? Uh, nope. Gotcha. Yep. Range weapon attack automatically misses a target beyond its normal range. And it's disadvantage unless it's a crossbow. A net or a weapon that is thrown like a javelin. Or a spear or trident or dart. And creatures and objects that are fully immersed in water have resistance to fire. Alright. So. Um, as you sort of sail along, looking out for any other strange oddities in the ocean, 
um you get where you're meant to be going with uh, about half a day's left um and they inform you that in the mornings when they will start the hunt for some items so all we'll right. take a look at uh what you all are keeping versus not keeping um and you all will need to find something to do with mimi oh either steal she can't her a potion or leave her on the ship Oh. Uh, um. Whatever y'all seem like to do. But uh, I, Ron does not believe we should leave Mimi alone on the ship. Mm -hmm. That is a bad That's idea. A good idea. We're gonna have to do get her an extra water swim? potion. Uh, she doesn't really need to swim. She's gonna be in Ron's pocket, right? She just needs to not drown. I don't want to kill. Uh, what if we feed Mimi really, really full, so then she will not do anything? And then leave on ship. That's probably a good idea. She doesn't eat all the time. She just eats a lot when the opportunity presents itself. Do we have enough to feed her to make her full? How is full is full? Uh... Uh, Ron does not know. How, oh. how full can Mimics get? Oh, I think we just feed her until she falls asleep. Okay, mm -hmm. good idea. Yeah, good idea. Alright, so, um, where you'll be doing this on the ship? Do we have uh, a bed or is it just like. You have some hammocks down on the hole down area. below. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, okay, everyone get in circle, then we try to feed Mimi. <laughs> Hopefully no one see. Okay, you make your way down to the hold as people are preparing, getting things set up for the ship to... Um... You're doing this that morning or the night before? Um, uh, the morning. Yep, okay, so you wake up early. Um, people are kind of uh, moving about, getting things ready. Um, and uh, you all are s trying to feed Mimi. Um... So you pull Mimi out, um, who's looking um, like an Electrum bar, and she kind of blinks and opens her little beady eyes, and you see her appendages pop out and looks up to you all expectantly. Just, just feeding her rations. Bar, bar, bar. Uh, How many Ron do you feed her? Needs more. I, uh, I, I'll give you some. Does she uh, understand common? Did three, we determine? Three rations. Or elvish only. You need three. Oh, I can give you three. Yeah. Uh, Alright. How many total? <laughs> uh, I, we're gonna go with four. Alright. Uh, let's make it let's make it five. I'll donate one. Five? Done. Yeah, and I'll I'll do two. Yeah, I'll get I can find us food, so. Mm-hmm. They're all good fish. We're on a boat. That you are. Do we want fish where dead bodies are? <laughs> she, uh, uh this to answer your question, she knows Elvish and Draconic. Okay. Currently. And Pseudo knows how to turn into some kind of messed up looking chest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Ron uh, needs more practice with the uh, Mimi. Should we like tie her to like the bed or something, you know, like after she falls asleep? Uh. 
We could Ooh. lock her in a satchel within a satchel within a satchel. Oh, she Ron seems like she would it. just eat everything. What if we bribe her? Like, Does oh, if you stay in means? this room, you're going to get something nice. Ron's going to try to emulate like her, if she sleeps all day and she'll get more when we get back and help. Tell her she can have all the food she wants and uh, here she can have this pretty pink ribbon that I bought from the haberdashery. Oh, okay. in episode oh, yes, yes. like two. And, I don't and, know. and Mimi gets pink ribbon. Yeah, if she's good, she gets to keep, she gets pink ribbon and all the food and all the honey. Tell her that. Okay. I look at Brandon, I'm like, all the honey? Well, all that we have, we can get more. Okay, we gotta look, make sure we have enough to sustain her. I've been doing a lot of research on beekeeping. We are going to be rich in honey one of these make, days. Make a persuasion check with advantage. Okay. Uh, 23. All right, so luckily everyone's busy and has no idea what you're doing. Um, and you're sort of uh, trying to convey to Mimi in one of the tongues that she does understand that if she's good, which you define good as not eating everything on the ship or eating anybody, um, that she'll get more food and a nice little bow. And she sort of just looks at you and turns into a weird fucked up looking chest and doesn't quite get oh. there, and then turns into a bar of electrum. Yes, well, we will practice later, maybe. More later. Yes, more later. Much Here, more. One, uh, Ron will just give her extra rations worth of food. Mm-hmm. And then I just like her up to like eight or nine you gave her. I'm gonna yeah. show her that I've got like 14 more in my bag, just so she knows that there is more. Okay. I'll try to assist. I don't know. It seems that you have pacified your uh, pet mimic um, for <laughs> no, the time being. Don't eat oh. anything on the ship. <laughs> and you make your way um, to the deck while everyone's kind of lining up and, and checking each other's gear. Um, and you see Skullbreaker sort of on the deck uh, with Victoria looking on. And Skullbreaker, he says, All right, Bilbo, you're on the crab. Um, Undil, you're down in the, below, and Joseph and Ivy, you're down below as well, and all of you, you're down below too. Oh, we go down. Mm. Right. Down below, like down below the water, down below the deck. No, you have to get into the water, and then you uh -huh. have to swim down and find uh -huh. shiny things, as you put it, and then put it in the crab. Uh, okay. When I look at Brandon, I'm like, I'm kind of scared after seeing that hand. Yeah, I'm kind of scared. Let's all stay together. It's okay. If it's undead, Ron, no problem for Ron, okay? Okay. We okay. take care of it. Okay. You can all swim, right? I'll leave it up to you. Ron, you, you, you can deal with the dead one. Oh, yeah. You don't like dead things. It's okay. We'll uh, not let anything happen. Yep. And you see... Um, Victoria kind of walking around with a sealed chest and she opens it uh, and pulls out a number of vials um, and hands them to each person that was going down below and says all right don't spend it all in one place good luck to you bring us back lots of things 
And you all get your share, of course. Those that negotiated their share. Happy hunting. She hands uh, a potion to all of you. All right. How long do this last? You got one hour. Okay. Okay, should be easy enough. And, it doesn't mean you uh, can't breathe air, right? Like we can drink it and then... You can breathe air. Like if I need to put one toe in first and then like get down to the knee and then like that kind of thing, it's gonna yeah, be okay. fine. <laughs> this uh, this potion is like um, when you pop the cork, it it smells like like seawater, very Ugh. salty. Does it taste like seawater. Um, and you can see that it's kind of looks kind of briny and it has like a weird like gelatin like bubble floating in it. Oh, I set my watch for one hour. <laughs> Your uh, mental watch. Yeah. <laughs> Then, like, uh, don't worry, well, okay. guys. I have a watch. It's waterproof. <laughs> All right. Well, bottoms up, everyone. Cheers. 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 All right. Does it taste like seawater? Oh, yeah. It's not good at oh, all. Oh, God. That was disgusting. I'm going to need to chase it with some of my special healing tonics. Oh. To make it not oh. taste so disgusting. Oh, fancy. Here, would you like to try a sip? Everyone, Boiler. you can chase it. Very good. Oh, there's some in it. <laughs> Healing tonic. For what ails you? <laughs> Alright. I'm just gonna. Feels good. Is there uh like a rope or chain they have people guiding down or everyone just jumping down? Yep, yeah, so everyone's kind of just going down the side of the ship and then jumping into the water and then sort of swimming downward. Uh and you notice that Bilbar's not with you, but you as you make your way down, you see him climbing on top of what this weird silver drum um, and he kind of kneels down and you see a hatch open that was not able to be seen during a casual inspection of it and he closes this hatch behind him and goes inside um, and you hear a large whirring sound um, as you see this big cylindrical drum just into the water as he's inside of it whoa Oh, what is what is that thing? I've never seen anything like it before. I think it's called a diving bell. Hey, mister, is that a diving bell? What is a diving bell? You can't ring bells underwater. It just looks like a bell. As you make your way under the water and then he looks and goes, that's the crab. So we put our so stuff in there. So put the stuff in there and then get more stuff. Got it. So as you oh. submerge yourselves under the water, uh, you can see that this large drum is just sort of sinking and sinking. Um, and as you are sort of swimming uh, downward, you go 50 feet, 80 feet, 100 feet, 120 feet. At about um, 160 feet or so, you finally reach the bottom. You see that there are a large sort of um, ecosystem of coral and kelp and other types of seaweed. Um, and then as you hear this drums hit the bottom, you hear another whirring noise and you see what appear to be appendages come out of unseen um, compartments on this sort of uh, contraption uh, and there are three on each side 
and then you see two large metallic pincers come out of the front of it. Ooh, and each pincer is holding what appears to be a side of a large net. Um, and you see Ooh. the front open um, to see a sort of viewing port. Uh, you see Bilbar inside and two eye stalks of some sort um, flash onward and provide light in a uh, thin radius in front of the machine. And it starts to slowly walk uh, on the bottom of the seabed. And you see um, the others sort of going and looking through various piles of debris um, and things of the sort. You see just large, like, beams of, of wood, splintered piles of things just kind of laid out everywhere uh, underneath the water there. But Are we able to talk to each other or just kind of point and gesture? You absolutely are able to talk to each other oh. because you can breathe underwater. a lot of strange things in my life, not to mention just the past, like, month, but that is one of strangest things I have seen. It is really odd, I would agree. Mm -hmm. Like, how did they even think of this? I mean, now I know why they're calling up the crap. No, that's true, it makes more sense. Look like a oh. trash can or something. Know what we should do after this, after we're done? We should get some crab legs for dinner, you know what I mean? Oh, I keep seeing crab and it's like, that's all I want now. Yeah, yes. do you think there's yeah. crab inside? That's no, a no, wooden no, crab? No, it's not, no. No? No. That would be cool oh. though, Ron. Yeah, it, it's, it's good, good crab meat inside. Yeah. Anyways, let's go find some loot. <laughs> Time's a ticking. Okay. Okay, you all have one hour. Um, oh. And what I will do is move you all to a little oh, map. Map time. <laughs> where you can see various um, different things on the seabed. It is dark down here. You're pretty deep, but you do have the light from the crab. As well as uh, some of you that are blessed with dark vision, I should say one of you. Oh, Vin, can you cast light on my mace, please? Yes. Oh, you close, close my eyes for a second. Map. They're burning so much. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so uh, Vin is able to cast light onto your mace. And one thing that you notice that you can speak to each other, uh, but just the way that sound travels in water, it's hard to tell directionally where oh, someone okay. is, but you can hear them. Sound travels great through the water, but it's hard to tell directions. So I can, I can see with my vision. You can see with your elf eyes. You should be able to. Okay. All right. And you see the, uh, the crab making its way on the sea floor. You see a couple of other swimmers um, making their way over to the first pile here of debris. One thing that you notice is you see these sort of, um, well, large crabs, um, smaller than the crab, but about humanoid size. And they're just sort of using their pinchers to get food to kind of humanoid clamping size? onto the debris. Dinner. Wow. That is a lot of crab meat. We should, we should get some. Maybe we get some loot first and then we grab dinner on the way up. Okay, but Ron sees uh, maybe a crash boat over here. You see this? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's go. Lead the way. 
Uh, right. You all are free to move. Back. Uh, how, however you'd like at the moment, so. All right. Uh, I guess I search through this rubble to see if I see anything shiny. Yeah, yeah can so. Can look like investigation? Yeah, go ahead and roll an investigation check for me. Um, as Everybody? Yeah, everybody can since you're all looking individually through it. Ten. Ten, okay. Two. Two, okay. These dice are fired. I'm getting new dice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fifteen. Nice. Fifteen. And then what was the last one? Or did I miss one? Uh, I had ten. Ten, okay. Um, so as you're all looking, you've got some time here. You, you, you're trying to move some of the wood out of the way. Um, and as you're trying to sort of lift, it's really heavy. Um, and you're, Ron's trying to like struggling to pull this thing up. Even under the water, it's extremely heavy. Um, when Valken, you see as you're investigating, uh, that a lot of this debris is connected. It's all one big mass, uh, of debris here. Is this... And as you look, I'm trying to figure out what this is. What part of some ship was it? Um, on a ship. You see what appears to be an eye stock. Oh, yep. Not a and ship. Then uh oh, another uh, eye stock. Not a ship. Uh oh, and it Dinner. raises from the sea floor, pulling soot and sand, and just putting it through the water. And you see. A large, so big. hulking crab. Oh, deer. Holy shit! That's a lot of food. We're going I to feed like, Mimi so much fucking crab, you guys. I would like you all to roll initiative. Oh, jeez. <laughs> As oh, you God. all have seemingly um, <laughs> did the one thing that would uh, provoke combat. So here we go. <laughs> really? What were we supposed to do? I don't Looking know. It's it? up to you all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Bryn, what was your initiative? 19. Uh, Let's 19. go. I'm fight something. Ron, what is yours? Uh, 14. A 14. Valken, what is yours? Uh, 18. An 18. Very nice rolls. And then Vin, what's yours? Four. A four. Okay. Aww. These dice are also fired. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Dice jail. Dice, as dice. the um, as the initiative starts, the crab sees what's happening. The crab and is going to make its way over to you all, and it will move. Ooh, crab support. Thirty feet, and then. That is as far as it can currently move. So it's coming in to help. Um, but up first is going to be Bryn. You see Great. a giant hulking crab and all sorts of crab friends around that you saw when you first came in. Holy shit. Okay. I'm going to swim over and uh, put myself right in front of this giant crab. Yeah. 
And I'm going to say, I'm going to eat you. And I'm going to stab it with my javelin. All right, go for it. It's been too long since I fought something. And I just, I'm going crazy. Wait, 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 wait. It's been too long since I fought something. I forgot how to do this right. <laughs> Pretty big. Well, you take a d20 and then you you roll no, it no, in no, your no. dice tray. I think <laughs> before I attack it, I want to I'm going to cast enlarge on myself first. All right. You and you cast enlarge to make yourself mm -hmm. Um, some big Bryn energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big Bryn energy. And then... And I believe that's an action though, right? Yeah. That is your action. Oh, You're like... going to shove Vin out of the way. Um, uh, yeah, making perfect. your spin <laughs> and filling that space, uh, big to be crab size. And then... Or I would like smaller. to, uh, I would like to action surge to take an additional action. All right. And I'm going to stab it with my javelin. Go for it. Look, I'm so hungry. You guys, I wanted crab so bad. Uh, and that guy's a big fat one. He's going to taste so good. Okay, let's see. Uh, how the fuck do I fight? Okay, javelin. It's. That's going to be 18 to hit. When 18 hits, roll your damage. And then that's going to be eight damage. Plus, what's the enlarge? A D4. Bonus, a D4. Plus another two. So 10. And then I get to second attack. You do. I'm just like flaying this guy. Uh, 14. A 14 misses. Okay. Okay. And it also has one wound, I'm assuming, as well from yeah, it your. Yeah, does have uh, a wound. Mm -hmm. Got you. And since your javelin Ooh, is. Ooh, I hope that doesn't mess up the flavor of the meat. Mm. We'll see. Uh, up Sorry, next, guys. Uh, there is, um, something happening. Uh, it's a little dark, and you can't see. Uh, however. You don't really see it until it's right on you, Vin. It's this, this other kind of smaller crab, but still a pretty big fucking crab under the water kind of skitters its way over next to you, waiting to try to, to use its pincers. That's all it will do. Uh, up next uh, is the same where another crab sort of scuttles its way across. Uh, over behind you, Bryn. Uh, Valken, your turn. Okay. Um. Okay, so I, I basically, like, swim by Ron, tap him on the shoulder, like, okay, you got that one. And I'm gonna go intercept <laughs> this crab here. Okay. And I... I mean, like, my sword, is it only a slashing weapon? Or can mm -hmm. I, like, thrust with a sword? Uh, you would have disadvantage since a long sword is a slashing weapon. Okay. Well, I guess I gotta do that. Under Underwater combat. Is there certain swords that you can stab with? 
Uh, short swords and rapiers. Short sword rapiers. And, yeah. Yeah. And daggers. Daggers. Oh yeah, daggers are stabby. All right. Okay. Go ahead and make your roll. Uh huh. Um. Okay. Well. That's uh. Wait. Wait. Was. I'm. Where's my weapon? That's oh, not good. Your backpack? The backpack probably messed everything up. <laughs> no, I, the backpack didn't work, so... Oh, you guys, it's so sad. He grew up so poor, he doesn't even know what the backpack is. <laughs> it's, it's not equipped. You just don't have it equipped. So it's equipped now. You should be able to see it. Uh, actually, I've been having similar problems. All my stuff unequipped before we started the session. Yeah. Like, literally everything. So right, everybody double check your character sheets. What's your roll, Falcon? Uh, well, with disadvantage, it's 11. An 11 uh, is going to miss... Okay. Uh, the, the little crab here. We'll swing again, I guess. Go for it. Uh, no, that, that's gonna miss too. Okay. Uh, another uh, way to get around this is if you somehow find a way to get a swim speed that negates the underwater combat stuff. But uh, anything else you wanna do? Uh, I, yeah, I'll spend a key point for patient defense, I guess. Okay. Warding off the crabs. I don't want to be pinched. <laughs> Just uh, like a pinch. Another crab uh, scuttles over to uh, Valken, and it's going to pinch. Uh, and it has a 19. With disadvantage? Uh, they have a swim speed. They don't have disadvantage. Okay, that hits. Mm -hmm. they, they live in the water. They're accustomed to it. Uh, so you take four bludgeoning damage, uh, and you are grappled. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. And, uh, What does that mean? The crab moves backwards, taking you with it. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Up next is Ron. I'm supposed to eat you, not the other way around. <laughs> Ron's just gonna swing his mace poorly, and hopefully he right. well enough. Against big crab? Oh yeah, it's a, it's a big old miss. Second hit. Mm-hmm. I have an idea. Uh, I, Ron does nothing this turn. Okay. <laughs> uh, up next is another crab. It's going to scuttle on over to you, Ron, and that's going to be his turn. And then another crab here is going to. Get over to Vin and try to le pinch. Eh. Uh, and okay. Wow, crabs, a 17, which I believe hits you. It does, yes. Uh, and you take three bludgeoning damage. And it moves away, dragging you with it. Oh. <laughs> oh, all my friends are getting dragged away. Shit. Uh, Vin, your turn. This, this crab has you grappled. Can I cast spells while I'm grappled? Sure. I would like to hit it with poison spray. Okay. Is that a constitution? It is. Oh, a big, nice natural one. So yeah, it hits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. So what level are we? Seven, so 2d12. All right, bringing back. The exile dice for this. 
is... For those big numbers. 14. All right, you launch this poison spray from your hands as it sort of just emanates in the water and gets sort of mixed with it. And it envelops this crab and you see it sort of twitch and just kind of retch and then just fall. Fall like die? It's a dead crab. I yell, Classic. poison work! <laughs> <laughs> That's a dead crab. You are no longer grappled for now. I can't eat that one now. <laughs> Probably not a good idea. No, it's a poison one. Question. Yep. Since that was a cantrip, can I use my, uh, where, what's it called? Um, quicken spell to cast a regular spell? Absolutely. Um, actually, wait, shoot. Well, okay, question. This mm -hmm. regular spell is a first level spell, hex. It Casting time is a bonus action. Does that still count? You wouldn't need to use quick, quicken spell then. You can just do it. Oh, okay. So... Um, then I will cast Hex on the big daddy. Gotcha. And what uh, ability uh, are you hexing for this crab? I will hex it, uh, whatever it uses to move or, oh, um, strength. Let's do strength. Strength. Gotcha. That's good. It That's is. what we use to grapple. Yep. Yeah. Hex why, why, with why strength. Would you, uh, why would you hex Ron? Listen, <laughs> you're not the big daddy here. <laughs> oh, up next is the hulking crab, and as it sees a large morsel of of big brin energy in front of it, it's gonna try and uh, go for that. Yeah, that's right. I look delicious. Um, so it tries to hit you uh, once. It is a nine, which misses, but it uh, is going to attack with its other pincer for a twenty-one. Ooh, that will hit. Damn. Uh, and is not going to feel good. It's all right. Uh, you take 12 bludgeoning damage. Oh, just 12. That's fine. <laughs> um, and you are grappled. Okay. And it is going to start to move away. Uh, it also takes its, uh, wound. It sure does. Is that a D4? Yes. Go ahead and roll that for me and let me know. Okay. Um, anyone that would like Four. to take opportunity attacks can. Oh, yeah. Oh, disadvantage. How do I do I'll that? I've it. never done that before. Um, do you have a melee weapon in your hand? Or I... you can try and punch it. <laughs> I do have, um, I have a staff. What is it called? Yeah, you a could try that. Staff? Yeah. 18 hit. And 18 does hit the hulking crab. Right. Uh, she'll take eight damage. No, okay. nine. Nine to damage. Um, so for Vin, just roll me a D20. Uh, is it, is it plus anything? Um, since you have your quarter staff equipped, it would be plus two. 11. Does not hit. Right. Uh, as you kind of slam against the, uh, the crab's carapace, it's just too hard to, to penetrate for, with that kind of blow. I stick my tongue out at it and go. And it has Bryn in one of its claws, just slinking away. Um, the crab's turn. It is going to move forward here. I move it down one there. There we go. Oh, I see uh, it now. 
And there we go. It turns to look at the crab and uh, you hear some more whirring and things happening um, as it drops the net with one of the claws and reaches out to try and claw the crab. It's going to outcrab the crab. Uh, <laughs> 10 doesn't hit um, and it is going to try one more time. Um, and a 12 does not hit, so it could not is crab the crab. Crab the crab, yeah. <laughs> uh, Bryn, you're grappled. All right. Um, that's fine. He can take me with him. This is my dinner. I'm not letting him get away, anyways. <laughs> I'd like to stab him. Go for it. Yeah, I'm going to stab him again. But run. Mm hmm. I'm reading how booming blade works. If they willingly move five feet or more, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be away from me. Just five feet or more. Perfect. Yep. I'm going to cast booming blade and then stab him. Go for it. Oh, yeah, 19. That hits. Twelve damage, and then he's gonna take some more if he moves. All right, and he's gonna cook him, pulsing with just sort of electric energy. All right, up next is this little crab, and he's gonna try and le pinch. Uh, Vin, which damn, these little crabs, which, which the big crab would roll like this, a twenty. Oh me, <clears throat> and it's. Uh, does a total of two bludgeoning damage to you, but you are grappled um, and it starts. Oops, not that way right here. And it pulls you with it half of its speed and it's currently swimming and has you in a claw and it's going over this large chasm with you. Uh, this crab is going to try and pinch Falcon. Uh, 14, I believe misses you. Yep. Uh, your turn, Falcon. Okay. Um, I am. I'm gonna try to break free. Yep, that ground. will uh, use your action, but you certainly yep. can. You yep. can either do an athletics or an acrobatics check. Uh huh. I'm gonna do an acrobatics. Go for it. And I got a 19. You break free easily. You sort of just push out of this crab's uh, uh, pincer and you break free easily. Um, okay. Now I'd like to use another key point. Okay. Do step of the wind. Sounds good. And I'm going to use that to get away from these two. And um, it's... Ben was being dragged? Being dragged by this crab. Um, and these are facts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you seeing my new speed? Can I try to catch up there? Yep. So whatever your speed is, it's half underwater. But you step of the wind, so you should be fine. Yeah. It's like just my straight normal speed then. Yep. Right. I'll get up there. And I don't think I can do anything. No, no, you can't. But but you're but you're there for moral support. Okay. 
say thanks. Falcon <laughs> 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 just thumbs okay. up, and you just see a thumbs up. Like. <laughs> um, this crab uh, is going to move over to Bryn. Oh, great. And is going to try and pinch. Uh, and 20. These little crabs are just Lord. killing it. A three bludgeoning damage with your grapples. Three. Whole damage. Wait, what does grappling do to it? You're just grappled, but now you're grappled oh, by okay. two things. Oh, I'm grappled well, by both. They're, they're gonna, just, they're gonna oh, tear you gotcha. apart. All right. Um, it's Ron, it's your turn. Oh. Ron's gonna. Gonna sacred flame the one grappling Bryn. Go for it. I need a deck save of 13. Oh, I got a six. Excellent. Ron unleashes 10 radiant damage. All right. And this one gets obliterated with radiant energy. Already roasted. Mm hmm. All right. Anything else you'd like to do? Uh, that is all. I will stand my ground. Okay. Um, up next is going to be this crab. It's going to try and pinch you. Um, but it's not going to do it with that. Um, Vin, you're next. You were grappled by a crab. The one that's grappling me, I'm going to hit it with poison spray. Okay. And it makes a constitution saving throw, um, which it fails miserably. <laughs> I was like, I need this to fail. All right. Seven damage. Seven damage. Not quite enough um, to kill it, but it's looking pretty damn rough. It's a sick crab. Okay. All right. Uh, um, wait. Mm hmm. Um, I'll do um, quicken spell. Okay. Then to hit it with a bigger boy. All right. Um, I hate to say it, but I feel like fire is just like not going to help me right now. So it's effective, um, but since you're underwater currently that it, it won't hurt as much. They'll have resistance to it. So it'll do okay. half as much damage. This um, is not the grid I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do magic missile at it. All right. How many, um, where are you sending the darts where? I'm gonna send, let's see. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna send two to uh, the one that's grappling me okay. and then one to the big the big boy. Okay, go ahead and roll the two for the uh, crab that's grabbing you. Okay, so that would be four, five, six plus that is a dead magically missiled poisoned crab it lets go nice. of you obviously as it's no longer alive and starts to sink into the chasm and then what's the damage on the hulking crab uh which you also have hex on so so that's four five and then plus that one so that's the six all right 
And then I kind of like nod at Valken for his moral support. And I'm like, thanks for being here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, up next is the hulking crab and it lets go of you, Bryn. Um, okay. And it is going to disengage um, and it is going to try and crab GTFO because y'all are putting some hurting on him and his little friends. Um, so he is going to swim away from you all. No, our dinner. Uh, up next is going to be the crab. Damage. Oh yeah, how much damage is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see. Uh, hey, we're at fifth level. Two D eight. Mm-hmm. Eight, eight damage. Eight damage. The water is like. Okay, um, let's see here. What? You all, which I made a mistake there, but um, you hear something in the distance uh, as you hear some of the people that you were traveling with uh, just say, no, 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 no. And you hear them start to yell uh, and scream. Uh, that's not good. You hear them moving. Uh, up next is this uh, giant crab. And he's going to move over here. He's going to try and take a pinch out of Valken, uh, which it does not, unfortunately. Um, it is Valken's turn. Okay. I don't know if this works this way, but um, if I step on the wind again, that brings my speed to normal. Yeah. Is my attack still at disadvantage? Yes. Okay. Well, I guess I'll just attack that one that came up right next All to right. me. Go for it. Um, 13? Wait. No, sorry, 15. A 15 is exactly what you need. Finally. Nice. Okay. And that is. Nine damage on that. Nine damage, okay. Looking pretty hurt. Okay. Second attack. Oh my god. I rolled a natural 20 and then immediately after rolled a one. Oh no! <laughs> oh. <laughs> no! Oh. oh man. Uh, anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Your dice get better. <laughs> um, I guess then, uh, I'll just try to punch it with a regular unarmed. Go for it. Do some crab punching. That's... No, that's a 13. Does not. All right. Um, uh, next. Um, you hear something similar 
um, to what you did earlier and you can hear uh, the dwarf say they're trying to take me uh oh Ron uh Ron is gonna swim to the screams uh, I will disengage okay go for it move at your half speed 10 15 that is it all right up next um this crab is gonna try and swim away i think it's had enough and it's going to head back to um it's a little chasm here Alrighty, up next, and uh, you hear again someone else screaming. And this was one of the other crewmates that was with you. And, we can't tell uh, where. You can't <gasps> see. It's dark. Oh shit! I see something over there. So if you see uh, out of the corner of your eye, you see for uh -oh. a moment um, a swagon. Riding on a uh -oh. shark, uh -oh. scoop up uh -oh. one of these crew members and just take off in the opposite direction. Vin, your turn. Uh, -oh. uh so the crab that's right next to me, mm -hmm. I'm gonna hit him with a poison spray. Okay. Uh, just not resist <laughs> the poison spray either. Roll your damage. Or oh, ruined dinner. Nice. Oh yeah, dead crab, hundred percent. And then I'm gonna go over to Ron. Yep, you move half your movement speed. Yeah. Ooh. Is that it, right? Yep. Ron, um, did you see that? Yes, yes. Up next is the hulking crab, and it is going to move no, 60 dinner. feet. Um, and it is currently out of the radius of the map. Um, unless you have anything else up your sleeves, you're not gonna be able to catch it. Uh, up next is the crab. Um, and it's going to turn and sort of look back to you all. Um, and make its way over to this crab that's trying to escape and is going to hit that time. Good job, crab. <laughs> and it obliterates that crab. Nice. Bye, little guy. Bye. They're not very strong. They're just big. Okay. Um, up next, um, not you, Bryn. Um, huh? Well, someone's ahead of you. You just can't. You just can't see the Whoa. initiative. <laughs> they rolled high. Uh huh. Um, so this one is going to move uh, at a very rapid pace away. I got my stuff all mixed up here. Um, so based on its speed and the distance that you are all from it 
Uh, you're not going to be able to catch up to it. Because it makes its way off of the map. Um, Bryn, you're next. Okay. I'm going to look longingly after my dinner that's escaped. <laughs> you got and all sigh. kinds of dead crab in front of you. Yeah, but they're all poisoned. And then I'm going to sigh and I'm going to swim towards where I saw that shape. So let's see. My movement is 15. But I'm huge. So does that mean? Nope. You don't have a swim speed, so it's still half. No, I know. But do I move? You, so you like don't. Five. Mm -hmm. 10, 15. Yep. That's it. Well, yep. shit. Oh, Falcon. Falcon, your turn. Okay. You barely saw the Sahuagin on a shark grabbing uh, the crimber that you knew as Joseph, the young human man, um, as he was being pulled along by the Sahuagin and traveling quickly that direction. Okay. Uh, okay. Bren was swimming in that direction? Yep. I guess I'll take that as a cue to head that way too. <clears throat> so. Half speed. Not very fast. I can get there. <laughs> yep, and you get there. Uh, in time to see uh, this group drag the dwarf away at uh, high speeds. Can I, can mm -hmm. I do a bonus action step of the win? Sure, you could, yeah. Just to get an extra. An extra, was it 20 feet? 25. Mm hmm. Get there. All right. Um, Ron, it's your turn. Uh, we'll dash over to Valkan. All right. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. All right. And then as we move through the initiative um, here, you all get there just in time before the Sohagen drags away. The last of the crew. <gasps> no. And you see them disappear to the north um, into what looks like um, an area dense with kelp um, as they are screaming for help as you see them disappear to the north. So with that, the crab um, moves over to you all and you hear Bilbar um, saying, he says, um, I will return to the surface and alert the crew um, to bring the ship around. Um, please pursue. Uh, okay, we will okay. do what we can. And you, you see the, uh, the crab sort of just um, start slowly floating up. As you hear some levers pull and some whirring inside of the mechanism. Hmm. But 
we will do now is we will take a short break. So yeah. whenever we get back, we will see um, how the crew fares. You know which direction they're going. You you saw the crew being taken and uh, it's up to you all to decide what to do. So we'll be back here in just a uh, few minutes. So get some, uh, some snacks and um, stretch your uh, appendages and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Snack. Snack. Be back soon. Snack. Snack. 